I'm going to face this fear. This is something that I want to build in myself and grow. Um, and I went from, you know, afraid to raise my hand in class to like leading full classes. Welcome to The Bottom Line, a Fowler Coordinator podcast done in partnership with the F. David Fowler Career Center. It's a show where we speak to students, leaders, and professionals in the D.C. area to help you succeed both in and out of school. I'm your host, Eric Spector, and this episode of the podcast is all about introverts in the workplace. In keeping with that theme, I speak to self-described introverts Stephen Beattie and Joe Rosenlin. Stephen is a 2018 GWSB alum and accounting associate at PwC. Joe is an undergraduate career coach at the business school and runs both a blog and workshop alongside Stephen where they discuss all matters related to introversion. If you are an introvert or curious extrovert, this episode features a lot of insight on the topic. So without any further ado, I give you Stephen and Joe. Joe Rosenlich, thank you for coming on the podcast. We're happy to have you here. Thanks so if you, don't mind, if you don't mind, can you just like give a quick introduction about yourself? Stephen, you go first. Yeah, sure. So my name's Stephen. Uh, I graduated from GW Business School in 2018 with a degree in accounting, uh, minor in economics, and I worked a lot with the business school and the career center while I was here, both as a mentor and as a teaching assistant for a first-year class. Um, and I'm excited to do this first podcast. Um, First podcast for me, and uh, I hope that I have have some helpful information for everyone. Great, Joe. Yeah, I'm Joe Rosenlicht, and I'm an undergrad career coach here at the GW School of Business. I've uh, been here about seven years, and uh, past couple of years, getting into uh, doing some workshops actually with Stephen uh, about introverts in the workplace uh, for for the GWSB students, and I'm also excited to be here today. Thank you. So this, the theme of this podcast episode is introversion, as you two know. Um, and Stephen, you're a self-described introvert. Is that correct? Yeah, definitely. So, <laughs> so first, let's get into what what does introversion really mean to you? How do you define it for yourself? Yeah, for me, introversion has a lot to do with um, me specifically. It's my energy levels. For everyone, it's different. Um, it could be how you act within a group or how you um, go about your daily life. For me, it's, it's really how I feel and how my energy feels when I'm around people and when I'm alone. Okay. Um, so I feel that I'm quickly drained, you know, with large groups in social settings. Um, I'm not, I wouldn't say that I'm afraid of those settings, but definitely I can feel myself when I walk away like, wow, like I just felt like I went to the gym or something. Like I'm tired. I need to recharge myself um, with some time alone. So that's really how I would describe my introversion, but it's really different for everyone, and everyone that I've talked to has had kind of their own definition of what introversion means to them, so it's really interesting. Right, yeah, I think a lot of people typically think of introversion as like, you're just shy, and I know I first, I was first introduced to you when you, I think you, you were a Fowler coordinator, and you taught my, in one of my classes, mm-hmm. and you definitely seemed outgoing, you weren't shy at all, and so when Joe told me that you were an introvert, I was like, that's kind of strange, it's not how I really depicted you but but I I mean I think I'm somewhat of an introvert myself I'm, yeah. I also get tired around different social situations what about in like your friend groups when you're around a bunch of people who, who you've known for a while do you still get tired from being around them for too long oh yeah definitely like, I love being around my friends okay. and I love hanging out with them and 
always have a good time and I never dread it. Um, but there's definitely times where I'll walk away from maybe like a day with them if we went to like a game or something like that. And I really just want to <laughs> go into my room and right. kind of shut the door and just like close off for a little bit. Um, and it's funny you mentioned that your first impression of me was that I was really outgoing. Right. Um, I actually get that a lot from people who have seen me like in the classroom when I was as a mentor teaching or anything like that. Um, and the best way I describe it is that I kind of have this mindset where I'm going into the classroom. I know I have to talk. I know I have to act in front of people. Mm-hmm. So I kind of build myself up to do it. Um, if I did a class, you know, every day for a week, those weekends you probably would not see me because I'd be alone yeah. somewhere. But, um, yeah, it's 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 interesting and it's different for everyone. So um, I always enjoy talking about it and talking to people and sharing experiences because everyone has a little twist to it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Joe, what about you? So you're a self-described introvert too, is that correct? I am. And I share a lot of the same experiences that Stephen does mm-hmm. um, on the introvert front. Um, the one thing I would add to that is, um, for example, when I have to give a presentation at work, um, I find that when I don't prepare enough, that's when it really makes a difference and I find myself, um, the stress levels go up and I'm just not as articulate as I'd like to be versus when I do prepare uh, two, three, four days in advance and really review the material. Mm-hmm. Um, on that presentation day, I'm really ready to go. I'm, you know, calm, I'm collected, I'm, you know, articulating. So it really does make a difference. And I think that's one of the as- the aspects in introversion is being prepared. Right. And I think that will, in the workplace, that really will make a difference. So the, de- the main, to me at least, the defining difference between you two is the fact that you've been in the workforce for many years, uh, whereas Steven, sorry, you, Joe, <laughs> I know that the listeners don't know where I'm pointing. Uh, Joe, you've been in the workforce for many years. Steven, you pretty much just started out. Right. Um, so when you first started at PwC as a full-time employee after graduation, how much of your introversion really affected your, you know, your role and your, your experiences with the company? Right. I, I think that's a unique case. Um, I was lucky enough to intern with them over the summer. And when I came back on the following year, a lot of there was a lot of familiar faces. Um, people I was working with were the same people I worked with last summer. So I had a relationship built up with them. But at the same time, there's new people. You're in a new environment. Um, I really, again, had to almost have this mindset and hype myself up that, okay, I have to like be outgoing. I can't be you know shy or like in a corner because no one's going to know me. They're going to think that you know, I am like, I just don't like interacting with them, which isn't true. I just, it's, right. it's, but you have to go in with a mindset like, I need to, you know, make these connections with my new workers. I'm going to be spending 40 hours a week with them every week. Um, so the first week was definitely a lot of, you know, interaction. People want to take you to lunch and kind of get your story, you know, how'd your senior year go, things like that. Do you find that when, because you have to amp yourself up, in those in those sort of ways for these social situations that it it I mean that's is that what takes a lot of the energy is 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 amping yourself up for this yeah I think it's definitely like Joe mentioned earlier it's it's preparation it's preparing yourself to kind of go in and and face you know something that isn't natural for you Um, and then 
even like while you're in it, it's, it's taking a lot of energy to focus on what am I going to say? Right. How am I going to handle this situation? Is it, is it even like harder to listen to them because you're so focused on acting? Honestly, yeah. Like an extrovert. So it sort yeah. of takes you out of the element of like just being comfortable around <laughs> yeah. this other person. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an extra barrier to break and, yeah. you know, it takes a lot of energy and a lot of time and focus. And what, even like you said, when you're in a conversation with maybe someone new for the first time, mm-hmm you're so worried about what you're going to say and respond that sometimes you catch yourself not even listening. <laughs> Is it, have you gotten better at that? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, with anything, it's like practice. It's, it's um, a skill. Yeah. Social. Definitely so, a yeah. skill. So I think, so I think one of the main differences between an extrovert and introvert is the fact that extroverts may not have to work at just simply connecting with other human mm-hmm. beings. Or as introverts, it's like a full-time job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of misconception as we've touched upon already about yeah. introverts. Mm-hmm. Stephen might touch upon this as well, but in meetings um, specifically, you know, we may be perceived as non, non-contributors because we're being quiet, we're listening mm-hmm. to what others are saying, we're thinking about you know, the topic at hand right. versus extroverts who are just kind of jumping in there and just blurting out, you know, they, they, they speak before they think versus mm-hmm introverts who think before they speak so. right mm-hmm. so Stephen at your at your job mm-hmm. I'm assuming you have a lot of time where you're surrounded by people and you have these meetings with mm-hmm. this large group yep. but then you also have time maybe with your your boss one-on-one yep. when do you really shine at your job do you would you say you're you're better I mean I'm assuming you mm-hmm. are better one-on-one and you yeah. can actually make your points better known yeah. rather than in a meeting is that is that true for you yeah that's a hundred percent true I'm we have a big you know, team meeting, uh-huh. there's probably about 15 people in the room. Um, and it's definitely hard to, you know, make your voice heard or even speak up sometimes. That could be also that I'm a first year and there's really not much for them to say in meetings. But uh, I definitely feel more comfortable and more myself in like a smaller meeting with two or three people where I can contribute ideas effectively. Um, and if there's a problem solve with them right then and there. Um, with the larger groups, I'm definitely better at going back to my desk, kind of drafting an email or getting my thoughts together and then going to my manager or someone else and mentioning, hey, I know we were talking about this in the meeting earlier. I didn't have anything to contribute then, but now here's my idea or mm-hmm. here's a solution I have. So, Joe, is that also something that you've sort of found yourself? Is that a similar sort of similar actions that you take at work now? Yeah, I try whenever possible to limit it to a small group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's in those team meetings that, um, and Stephen introduced this concept in our workshop last year about brainwriting, so versus brainstorming. Mm-hmm. So, so we'll talk about, let's talk about the workshop just yeah, for a little bit before sure. we get into that. So, because yeah. people are going to hear workshop, like, what is it? <laughs> what if there's a workshop for introverts? What's this? So, just quickly plug that. I'll talk about it in the intro and out in the outro, but. Just give us a rundown on what that is then. Okay. Uh, so brief history. So Stephen and I started this workshop, uh, Introverts in the Workplace, uh, back in 2017. We repeated it in expanded form, 2018. And it uh, it's really about um, how introverts can navigate the workplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also for extroverts and how introverts and extroverts can work well together. Right. Um, and so we'll be... Continuing the workshop this uh, in April, April fourth. Um, Eric, you will both of you will be as well. So we're very excited about that. And there'll be more information coming for that. Okay, great. So anyway, you're talking about the the brain, um, brain writing, brain writing, right? Yes. 
Um, so I don't know if Stephen wants to uh, talk. I'll be happy to crack yeah. at it. Yeah. <laughs> Which um, introvert will go? Yeah. yeah right. um, so basically, it's an alternative to brainstorming. So, for example, if you're in a meeting, in a team meeting, um, what often happens is that the extroverts will kind of get their ideas and opinions out first, mm. oftentimes drowning out the introverts. So as an alternative, you know, what, what some companies will do now is break off into little groups of two or three and then talk about the topic at hand in that little group and then you can write down, you know, your ideas or solutions and then that way you're sure everyone gets a turn to speak versus trying to compete with a mm. large group in the room. Interesting. So, yeah. I wonder, uh, it just made me think, what if companies split up all the introverts and the extroverts into different teams? See, <laughs> see how things get done differently. <laughs> That's it's interesting. I, th- I enjoy having both groups in a team together. Okay. Um, I think, what, from my experience, if an introvert can like speak up, and yeah. like, a lot of times introverts will stop because they don't have a full idea formulated and they want to get the full picture before they're confident enough to go and say in front of everyone. From my experience, if introverts have like that general idea just the beginning and like spurt it out, extroverts will run with it. They'll talk for hours about how, you know how they can take that one idea and make it work. Um, so I th- yeah. I think that's the benefit of having the two you know groups of people working together. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. When you so at at PwC, you know, you interned there before. You were a full time right. employee. Was as an organization, um, how do how do you feel like they treat introverts do you I mean I don't know how much uh, experience you have with other companies or other Mm -hmm. firms to compare it to but are you happy with the way that you know you you can deal with uh, with work as an introvert yeah I yeah I'm I mean I'm happy with how everything is and I'm happy I gotta never feel like I'm not heard Um, there's a I think it also depends on the profession you're in with accounting and especially audit a lot of it is is teamwork you're working in a team to complete this essentially huge group project Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of communication that needs to go into it. We're lucky in that we have um, the ability and the technology to have multiple forms of communication. A lot of times we're in person. Uh, I work on a large team, so there's you know multiple segments and multiple groups underneath that that can talk to one another. We have you know platforms like Google where you can chat someone even if they're you know two like two rows down from you in the audit room. You can still chat them if you're worried about going over to actually talk in person. Um, I really haven't had a challenge um, communicating or anything like that with the firm yet. And they do a good job of, you know, flexibility. If you want to work from home one day just because you can't be in this conference room working with people, mm-hmm. talk to someone and they'll make it work. Do you enjoy working from home as, as an introvert? I, I really do. I really look forward to it. Okay. Um, it's interesting. When I was in school, I always thought, oh, if I could work from home every day, I would. Really? But yeah, but but now after a few months working and having, you know, snow days and stuff like that to work at home, um, it's much harder to focus sometimes yeah, no, because you're home and you're in like your environment. And especially if if you if that's like kind of the environment you use to recharge rather than like being focused all the time on work, you kind of need to. Yeah. So I, I mean, I describe myself as an introvert as well, mm-hmm. but I noticed, you know, even though it takes even though other people take energy out of me, I found that I derive my motivation from other people. Mm-hmm. I can, when I look at other people working hard, that gets me to work hard too. And if I'm just, you know, alone in my room doing my work, it'll, it'll take a lot of effort for me to get that motivation too. So I personally just cannot work from home all the time. So, you know, 
these companies sort of allow you to work from home every so often. Do you think, you know, what can companies do that will improve your experience as an introvert? Or do you, do you think that the system right now is set up best as, as it can be? Either, one, either one of you. Yeah, I can yeah. take a stab at that. Again, my, my experience is limited to a few internships and, you know, my, my five months at PwC. But I think right now companies are more aware of it. Yeah. And I think especially, like, my firm is trying new uh, technologies or new strategies. And they're open to the ideas of trying uh, something new. I would really like to see, I don't, and I really don't know how practical this is in a lot of professions, but I would like to see almost getting rid of the full, you know, big team status meeting. Mm-hmm. I think it's a waste of time. I, th- I think that it mm-hmm. can be really ineffective. Um, I think doing smaller group meetings like Joe was talking about, that's when it gets really productive. You're with people that you're working with exclusively um, and they can give you, you know, the tasks you need to do or what projects are done and need to be done. Whereas if you're, you know, pulling from upper management all the way down to like the interns sometimes, there's sometimes it's just a waste of time. They don't need right. to be there to hear, you know, the overall big picture. They just need to focus on like, what task is at hand. Right. Yeah, and to add to that, um, you know, some companies are implementing self-assessments, so personality assessments. So if managers just took that extra step to, I mean, I'm sure managers have a hunch of what each of their employees personalities are, but I think to be more scientific, to actually implement a personality assessment to identify who's who and what your work preferences are, that would go a long way to, you know, just make everyone happy right. in the long run. Yeah. So I want to like switch gears for a little bit, because um, we've been talking about your job specifically, but just to get more general, to, to really reach out to every GW student. Yeah huge thing at the school um, specifically is networking events. Mm-hmm. We have them all the time in Duquesne. And, you know, it's students are really encouraged to go to these events and they're kind of awkward. Like, they're not, they're not a natural way of socializing. You really have to figure out a way to put yourself out there and get your face and name known by employers. Um, so I wanted to ask you, Stephen, uh, how, I don't know if you still go to networking events, but I'm sure you did when yeah. you were a student here. Yeah. How were slash are networking events to you as an introvert? <laughs> yeah, I haven't been to a networking event in probably almost two years now. I, I did. I went to a networking event my senior year, but I wasn't. I was working it. I wasn't there to actually network, okay. um, which was a huge relief in the weeks leading up to it. Um, I remember my first few events. You know, I got stuck in those huge circles around like one recruiter. Um, right. And I don't think I said a word to anyone. Really? I think I just, you know, hopped around from circle to circle because it's hard when yeah. when a recruiter like asks a question. You know, there's three people chopping like to get their their recognition. Yeah. Most time, it's going to be an extrovert that speaks up right away and right. is confident in their answer. Uh, so, you know, that was my my freshman year. My sophomore year, I had a couple more strategies that I wanted to try. I went a, I went with a friend, so yeah. it was easier to. You know, navigate those circles. I, I try to stay away from the circles, but sometimes, especially with the larger firms, you have to deal with the circle. Yeah. Um, and I've saw, I've seen a new thing where it's lines now. Like everyone just like takes like a line and they take five seconds to talk, what which is, is really now? interesting. Is that like how they set it up? Uh, yeah, just, like, I guess so. Yeah, I think some recruiters now are just instead of you know being surrounded by twenty they, people, they, they understand how awkward the dance is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then you only have five seconds to talk, and most of the time you're just introducing yourself. Right. And, but um, yeah, I have so I would go with a friend and. We would, you know, hop around to different tables together, 
And as I got more confident, I said, okay, I'll meet up with you in, you know, 20 minutes. Right. I'm going to go like, try this on my own. So you haven't been to a networking event in a couple of years. Is that yeah. is that strictly out of out of fear or of going to one or do you just not t- have an interest because you're already happy with your I think, position? I you? think really it hasn't, I haven't had the interest for it. Right. Um, if, if, if there was the need also, I would definitely go. Yeah. Um, I, I'm actually trying to work with the firm right now and I'm working with the recruiter for GW to come back and, you know, be at the recruiting event at the other side, like on the table. And I'm like, I'm actually looking forward to that. Okay. I, I enjoy talking about my experience, which is weird because you think I wouldn't want to be in like a big situation, but I enjoy talking about my experience. And I think a lot of that grew from my experiences here at GW, being a mentor, being a, a FYDP mentor as well. And just kind of, you know, sharing my knowledge with like students and trying to guide them in the right direction i see i like that purpose of it rather than going to try to like find a job or find an opportunity great um so i just have a couple more questions um i think i I really want to focus on this one about sort of faking it till you make it do you think that there's any merit in sort of acting more extroverted than you are just to because you know it may be necessary to you know accomplish whatever it it is that you have to accomplish maybe at a, at a meeting or something you really just have to put your, your idea out there and you're going to act in a certain way that you're not necessarily comfortable with but um, because it's not who you naturally are but you just have to you know show yourself is that both of you that's the question to both of you do you think you have to ever there's ever a time where you should actually act more extroverted and change your personality well that's a good question um, uh, what I'll first say is that you know, we're not all exclusively introverts or exclusively extroverts. Mm-hmm. There's a spectrum. So I think, you know, we can all speak to times when we've, you know, kind of swayed to the extroverted side mm-hmm. in different situations. Um, so, you know, it just depends on the person and, th- and different situation. But with that said, um, I don't think it's healthy to change your personality. But on the other s- side of it, when you're first starting out, um, you know, so maybe it's maybe we can call it like going outside the box or mm-hmm. going outside your comfort zone a little bit and just stretching yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how I like to think of it. Um, and just kind of put yourself out there a little bit. And then once you're more established, you know, you can sort of settle in and, you know, see what works and see what doesn't work mm-hmm. and kind of go from there. Yeah, I can definitely build on that. I think it's important to push your comfort zone a little bit. I mean, and college is the best time to do that. And GW has a lot of opportunities for that. I remember I was terrified to be in front of a classroom, absolutely terrified. So I decided I was just going to face my fear and, you know, apply for, at at the time was the FYDP mentor position. I was like, I'm going to face this fear. This is something that I want to build in myself and grow. Um, And I went from, you know, afraid to raise my hand in class to like leading full classes. Um, and I think it's that you kind of have to have a drive within yourself to just push and try something new. Mm-hmm. So it's not really faking it. It's more or less like wanting to improve and just pushing that comfort zone. Okay. Which is, I think is harder as an introvert, especially in social situations. Mm-hmm. Right. But again, like Joe mentioned, it is a spectrum. So um, maybe in, cer- in certain areas you're more comfortable, start there. Start trying to push yourself a little bit more in the areas you're already comfortable in. Mm-hmm. And that way you can build up that confidence for maybe those areas you're less comfortable in. Great. So last question. I'm sorry. Did you want to add? Oh, no, I was just going to add, you know, and as you're progressing in your career, you and you establish a relationship with your supervisor and kind of build a rapport and trust, 
you know, I think there was more opportunity for an introverted employee to go to his or her supervisor to mm -hmm. sort of be honest and open about what their work preferences are, what their comforts are, right, and, yeah. and kind of go from there. Definitely. Yeah. So lastly, question for both of you. Uh, what's one piece of advice that you would have for uh, other introverts, maybe recurrent students, um, who are on the verge of beginning a new internship or full-time job? Steven, you know, speak sure, yeah, I'll go first. Um, definitely, I th I'm going to keep with what we were talking about earlier and um, kind of pushing your comfort zone and that there's going to be times where you push it and it just doesn't work. You you know, you go to the, the career fair and you say, okay, I'm going to try talking to people and you just you get to a point where you just can't talk. That's fine. It's not going to happen overnight. And a lot of times I feel like people get, you know, they, they get down on themselves because it didn't work this one time. It takes time to get to a point where you're comfortable trying something new, especially something that's not natural to you. So don't be afraid to try and you know not succeed right away. It's it's not it's not natural. At the end of the day, it's like you you naturally tend to be either more quiet or more like towards yourself and don't like social groups. But if you're gonna try it, just keep with it. It's worth it. Great. Yeah, and along with that, I would say uh, empower yourself. So I can think of one situation where I used to be in at Thompson Financial where we worked in because uh, a lot of a lot of issues center around office configuration around like you know offices versus um, cubicles and that sort of thing so I was in what was called a bullpen so it was a wide open area um, with desks literally one up against another in the shape of the letter S mm no you know no privacy no separation nothing and I went into this and I didn't really at the time I didn't really know you know I wasn't fully aware of my introversion um, at that point so I I wasn't comfortable going to my boss either to sort of talk about the situation because I was new and I wanted to just make the best impression so I just took it upon myself I empowered myself to just do what I needed to do, which meant taking breaks and going outside, taking a walk around the block or finding a, a quiet conference room and just finding those times throughout the day to recharge. Um, because I felt like, whether this was true or not, that if I didn't do it, nobody else was going to. So um, there are things that we can do to, to feel powerful and to take mm -hmm. control of the situation. Great. Yeah. So before we wrap this up, is there anything that you guys wanted to say more about, you know, introversion or your, self, your personal experiences that any, you think any student would benefit from hearing? Um, I can start. Um, so it's, you know, there's a lot of myths around introversion mm -hmm. and, mis and misperceptions that we're antisocial and that we're shy. Yeah. We may, that may be the case, but it's not because we're introverted. Mm -hmm. you know? right, yeah. um, so I think it's, it's really about, you know, educating, you know, introverts, but also extroverts about what it means to be an introvert yeah. and where we get our energy from. So I think that would help go a long way. Yeah, yeah I, I think that's important to kind of understand where, where your introvert tendencies are and to not be afraid if, you know, friends are going out or you're invited somewhere and you really just dread going. Don't be afraid to say no. Like any time to myself, that's also important for you to recharge and, you know, get ready to be your best self. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Um, so, Joe, I just want you to quickly plug okay. one more time <laughs> okay. the uh, the workshop that yeah, we're on. Yeah, I'm doing. happy to. So, um, 
the third version of the introvert workshop. Um, it will be called the Introvert and Extroverts Guide to Workplace Happiness and Success. I mm -hmm. think I got it, got it all I think that's it. Um, <laughs> and uh, it will take place April 4th, uh, Duquez 451. Mm -hmm. I believe it starts 6, 630, something in there. But there's uh, it's been posted on Handshake. Yep. And uh, it's flyers. open for registration. There'll be flyers. There'll be <laughs> lots of um, lots of marketing and promotion around it. Mm -hmm. um, so last year we got a really good turnout and good feedback afterwards uh, from the participants. So we're looking forward to uh, continuing that. How can students reach out to you both, Joe? How, how, if you if any student has any questions about what we just you know sort of talked about or mm -hmm. about the workshop, how can they reach out? Uh, probably the best way is uh, they can send me a message on Handshake or through email Joe Rose, J O E R O S E, at gwu.edu. Great. Steven? Yeah, my best way is probably through email as well. Uh, my personal email is fine. That is uh, stevenbeady22 at yahoo.com. So S T E P H E N B E A T T I E 22 at yahoo. All right. Great. Thanks, guys. Great. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Bottom Line. Please subscribe, tell your friends and family about it, and make sure to check back soon for future episodes. Bye-bye.